0: Inside Fashion Marketing, the podcast that gives you the tools you need to build your brand, grow your business, and connect to customers on Zalando. Snackable inspiration for fashion, beauty, and lifestyle brands. By Zalando Marketing Services, Zalando's 360-degree marketing unit. Hello, hello. Welcome, dear listeners. Glad to have you on the show again. I'm Andrea Santrop, I'm the Managing Director of Zalando Marketing Services also known as ZMS, helping connect fashion, lifestyle and beauty brands and retailers to consumers all over Europe. Without further ado, let's introduce today's topic, where we'll be discussing influencer marketing with one of our ZMS experts, Stella Fee Osthold, a partner consultant at Colabri, Zalando's influencer marketing platform. Now, before we start, Stella, let me ask, what excites you most about influencer marketing? And uh, which platform do you like best?
1: First of all, thank you very much Andreas for having me. Uh, I really like this project and it's so cool to be a part here. And coming back to your question, what excites me most about influencer marketing? I think what I really like is that it's still an industry that it's really on the rise. So there's a lot of change uh, where you need to be like brave. And I think um, what's also cool that it's like advertising that we can relate to, right? So it's about the people. It's about social proof. And what I think is also really interesting to mention is that we are moving away from like a perfect corporate environment to a more Like diverse world where brands can really like build long-lasting relationships with their customer. And personally, I really like the Instagram and Pinterest platform. I would say it's like my inspiration hub for everything like interior, fashion, or food related. So if I'm not sure what to wear or where to eat here in Berlin, for example, I check out my safe posts and I'm ready to go.
0: Excellent. And uh Could you describe Collabory briefly for our listeners?
1: Collaborary is really like, uh, let's say, a one-stop shop for influencer marketing, right? So you can gather insights about your performance on social media. You can find the right influencers, for example, uh, based on your target audience. You can communicate with the talents and uh, actually you have like a proper campaign reporting tool. So everything takes place in one tool which makes it like really easy for you as a brand to upscale your influencer activities. And at the moment we have around like 500,000 influencers across Europe currently live on the platform and all coming from different tiering. So we are not just focusing on micro influencers only for example, we really have a wide range coming from nano to micro, macro, mega to really make sure uh, that you find the right influencer for your next campaign. And in the end as a brand partner, you have like two options. Collaborate. You can either say, okay, I'm going for the self-service. This is actually, where you are in the driver's seat. So you are using the tool to discover the creators, you're inviting them to your campaign. And in the end, you can also like measure your success all in a really, let's say, time efficient way with also many automated processes. For example, you can invite like 50 people or 50 influencers to one campaign. And you only need to create one offer. And on the other hand, if you're saying, hey, you know what, I'm pretty new to influencer marketing or I do not have the resources in-house, Um, regarding the manpower, you have the option to go for a full-service approach, where, for example, our account managers, they will then find the right influences for you. They actually will execute a campaign for you, always like in close collaboration, that's for sure. And in the end, we also guide you through the reporting. So really, the difference is, I think, you either be in the driver's seat or you let us do the job.
0: Thanks for this, Stella. Now, let me ask, you know, authenticity, authentic storytelling, you know, these are big buzzwords here and... uh, In the early days, influencer marketing was very much predicated on these two. At the same time, you know, there are voices that see influencers more and more as, let me say, mercenaries, you know, the flogging, whatever pays and whoever pays towards their followers. How do you think authenticity applies to influencer marketing today?
1: That's a really good question. So I think authenticity was and really is still key. What authenticity means is really that brands and influencers, they have to be really careful with the content that they create to really make sure that the products they post about are going to resonate with the audience. So you as a brand should definitely seek out partnerships only with like influencers whose audiences all will up with yours so accept you for example would like to reach out to a new audience because you would like to reposition yourself so i think in the end like plantedly sponsored posts themselves they're not the problem what makes sponsored content authentic i think is a genuine sense of excitement about the brand and the product you're talking about so when it comes to authenticity i think it's also important to note that like ongoing partnerships between brands and influencers Rather than, for example, like a one-off project, they also like add legitimacy to a campaign. And this increases the, uh, the feeling that the influencer is really then genuinely excited about this brand and the products they offer. So furthermore, the followers then tend to really trust the recommendations even more. And I think if the influencer love your product or your service, there's really a chance that they will go above and beyond like uh, in promoting it. And this obviously then adds to the authenticity and gets the audience even more engaged.
0: And would you say, is this also at least partly behind the trend that we see towards uh, micro-influencers, nano-influencers even, so all the small ones?
1: Yeah, I think so definitely, yes. So I think really like the reason that micro and nano-influencers, they have like a higher engagement rate. So they're definitely closer to their followers. But I mean, you can imagine like interacting, for example, with 10,000 followers um, is easier uh, than instead, for for example, having like 1 million. And I think like micro-influencers, particularly, uh, for example, those with fewer than 25,000 followers, they even have like the highest engagement rate. And I think by focusing really on nano and micro-influencers, you as a brand will be able to stretch your influencer marketing budget while still working with influencers. And in the end, they're really deeply connected to their audience. What I maybe can advise you as a brand is really, uh, or what we're doing at Collaborary is that we are saying try to diversify by choosing a mix of is it like macro micro and nano influencer to really reach out to a wide audience
0: you're already you know coming into the advice mode i like that laugh. um <laughs> Can you also tell us um, and our listeners a bit about um, the metrics one should be looking at in influencer marketing Sure. in general terms?
1: Sure. I mean, that's that's super important. In the end, we all want to know what influencer marketing has brought or what kind of impact it had on our brand, right? First of all, before mentioning the metrics, I think it's really, really, really important to define your target audience, right? So what are their interests like? Which social media channels do they use? What kind of content do they like? And of course, all the other end-weller demographics, is it like gender, age, or location? Because I think still a big problem, even if like influencer marketing is not new to the industry, so many brands are focusing on the influencer itself instead of the audience. But in the end, you really need to make sure to target the audience because, I mean, they're the ones buying then the product or your service, right? Or like interacting with your brand. So really make sure to define your target audience right and then search influencers with this kind of target audience and after that i think it's really important to define a strategy and set goals so you can for example ask yourself like what's the purpose of doing influencer marketing why would i like to do this like what would i like to achieve and then go a little bit more specific and say like are we talking about awareness is it really like introducing a new product or would we like to increase user-generated content is it about engagement Or do we like to reposition our brand? So it's, for example, a perception campaign. So I think having a clear strategy will really help you to measure your success and determine what kind of content should be produced. And... Talking about metrics, I think one of the importance, first of all, obviously, is the influencer reach, like to how many people can I reach out to, followed by, for example, the engagement rate. Then we have the follower growth, right? So really make sure and um, that you do not invite influencers to a campaign who have fake followers. On the other hand, we, for example, have the share of voice or user-generated content. So see really are there any influencers already talking about your brand? Then it's really easy to follow up with them and negotiate the campaign. And then on the other hand, you can have a look at the audience overlap. Is it conversion rate or click-through rate? Or even, for example, if the to the sales, if you include an affiliate link or for example, a discount code. So we have like everything coming from awareness to engagement over to performance. And I know to all the brands listening over here, there are a lot of friends still asking, you know what, Stella, I really would like to know What can I expect in terms of the return on invest, right? And I mean, there are still some metrics that you can't measure in a return on invest. So if you do not include an affiliate link or a discount code, we have another KPI, the so-called earned media value. And this is like comparable KPI to the return on invest to paid media that gives you really like an indication of what an equivalent advertising campaign would cost for the same effect. So then you really can make sure to measure your success in the right way and still have an indication about the return on invest.
0: Now, uh, moving on to to formats. So, you know, we talked now about, about metrics. I would also like to understand what kind of formats would you recommend for usage?
1: Yeah. So for example, if we're now focusing on Instagram, it's still really the dominating platform for fashion and lifestyle content. So what we can do here for is, first of all, let's use the feed post, for example, to increase awareness and drive engagement. And one tip over here, try to understand the audience that interacts with this feed post. So read the comments, see what they're commenting. Maybe you can learn something from them, right? Like, are there any comments on product improvement Always, or like, do not underestimate the audience. They actually can give you so much valuable feedback. Then on the other hand, we have, for example, the Instagram stories. You can use this for engagement or conversions. So tip here, for example, include a call to action um, when an influencer is presenting the products and then maybe... For all the influencers with more than 10,000 profiles, they actually can include the swipe up link to, for example, a dedicated landing page, and then you can track the conversions over there. And I think last but not least, which is like really interesting, I really like this feature is Instagram Reels. And Reels can be really about informing and entertaining at the same time, or like we say in the industry, infotainment. Um, And the cool part here is that these Reels get even ranked higher from the Instagram algorithm. And you can also be like featured in the discovery section of the Reels. So you even have more exposure for your brand. What you can do, for example, with Reels is like sharing styling content, right? For example, showing the new looks or how you could style them like one outfit or like one product with several outfits. Um, Really, really cool.
0: You're already alluding here to the platforms where influencers play. Can you tell us a bit about how that landscape is evolving?
1: sure so i think now with corona we all know this had really like a big impact also like from our daily behaviors so social media is even i think more an integral part of people's lives and daily routines and the impact um, that the coronavirus restrictions has actually brought to consumer connections they're like entirely online right so meaning if you are a brand and you would like to achieve product awareness or brand awareness I think really the only option is digital. And regarding the platform, I think Instagram and YouTube, they're still continuing to dominating to be the most important channels for influencer marketing. But we have always also like see a really big rise of TikTok. I mean, TikTok boomed during the pandemic and many influencers and brands are active there. So video content in general is like still on the rise and definitely here to stay. And when talking about TikTok, I think maybe interesting to mentioning here is that it's really more for like awareness campaigns when it comes to influencer marketing for the younger audiences, rather than um, like Instagram, you can do still some like hard sell campaigns. But anyways, talking about video content, I think Instagram has its answers with Reels, which might be spreading to uh, Facebook soon. I mean, even like Pinterest, they have like their story pins now, right? What can we learn here? I think... Really start leveraging video um, as a format in your influencer marketing strategy, because otherwise I think you really get left behind. And if we are now like moving maybe more to the content, I think this shifted really from, let's say, the perfect life imagery to a more educational and informative content. Right. So it's about values all around topics like sustainability, diversity or even like politics. So in the end, it's less about products. And more about, I think, speaking ideas and truth. Mm. Um, So to summarize, maybe for our listeners, Instagram and YouTube are definitely here to stay. Um, But TikTok, Pinterest and Twitch are on the rise and video content, video content, video content.
0: And if you say video content, video content, video content, in particular when it comes to younger audiences, uh, how would you approach that from a video first angle?
1: So I definitely would recommend to move to TikTok TikTok is really a platform where you can engage with a younger audience and still you have the chance to position your brand as kind of a pioneer. So there are already some brands on the platform but for example in Europe there's still so much room to grow and what I think was really interesting I think yesterday um, that there was a statistic that found out that almost like two-thirds of the generation set, so the younger audiences mentioned that they discover brands and products through ads on social media and are really willing to click on them or like make a purchase, And also like they're really keen to get recommendations from their peers. I think it's really important that you make sure as a brand to reach out to this audience where they're actually spending most of their time. And talking about TikTok in general, I think it's really important to mention that this is not a corporate place. So corporate placements in general do not work. For example, if you're a makeup brand and, for example, you have like skincare products and you're all about diversity, why not, for example, create a brand account where you invite influencers or TikTokers and they're informing and discussing issues like poverty or acne. So relevant topics in their generation that then share values. And do not just present a product. And I think my long life tip (laughs) for everyone who's doing influencer marketing and is not sure about the content, ask the influencer, really ask them what's cool, what's not. Can you please tell me what the trends are and involve them in their or in your creation um, of the whole influencer campaign? Because in the end, they really know their audiences better than anyone else.
0: Wonderful. And um, what advice would you have for small brands? And in particular, thinking of, you know, you want to do influencer marketing but not spend too much money. So, um, what would you say?
1: So, there's always the move that you need. Um a proper budget actually to run an influencer marketing campaign, but that's not true. You can even like get a lot out without spending too much money. My recommendation here is focus on smaller influencer tiers like nano or micro-influencers with who you can run like seeding campaigns. What does that mean? Like having a product as a payment, or you can do, for example, a performance-based payment, so working with affiliate links. And then on the other hand, I would definitely recommend to use an influencer tool to find like the right influencers in a really time and cost efficient way. So imagine like doing this all manually, reaching out to them, scrolling through Instagram, asking them for the media kit, this is like really time-consuming, so try to use an influencer tool. And then, on the other hand, I think um, what you can do is choose influencers that are already, for example, talking about you. So then, it's really easy for you to negotiate a barter deal, and also it's really authentic if they include their products or um, the content in like a daily life situation.
0: Now, if you now move into into you know your your daily work. Could you tell us a bit about a campaign or campaigns launched in the last six months through Collaborate that you would say really stand out?
1: Sure. Let me think about it. So there's one campaign or like uh, one brand uh, that stood out. And um, that is Cheezer. That's actually one of the largest producers of Loungewear and Underwear in Germany. And they used Collabory or like our tool to really make sure that they target the right audience and find the right influencers for the campaign. Um, they didn't have the highest budget, but with the tool, it was super easy for them to find the right fit to execute the campaign. And then in the end, um, also, they had like a really nice uh, return on investment with almost like 120%. So she's is a really good example that you can achieve a lot with less budget, but we also will include the case study in the show notes. So feel free to check this out. And on the other hand, we had a really big campaign with Levi's regarding their uh, inclusivity or inclusive fashion size So what we did here is we invited two carefully selected influencers for like a joint creative photo shoot and ask them to share the resulting content then on their social media platforms, including like a message around what they considered their vision for inclusivity. And for Levi's, it was really important to choose influencers they were like actively speaking about body positivity online and so we actually we had like this influencer campaign we also pushed it with other media placements but in the end we made sure that the influencers really speak the brand message this was like really important and this is why the, the campaign also had amazing results so really make sure like I said we before focus on the target audience and choose the influencer wisely
0: thank you now um, we look back on campaigns we looked into how the landscape has been evolving will you also venture some prediction as to what's going to happen in the future
1: sure i mean to summarize i think even this year we will see the more authentic content the better customers really want to see influencers that collaborate with brands who break stigmatize and share values like i said before Video content is key. So even TikTok announced that they will extend videos up to three minutes. And also like Instagram said, we want to shift from a picture platform to a more video platform. Also to mention, I think, or worth to mention is that there will be more paid advertising and also like AI driven influencer marketing. Um, so it will be really more easy for a brand to use or to push out high quality influencer content to the people who care about seeing it. In the end, I think we will definitely see like greater diversity in terms of body size, its skin color or disability. So people really want to see themselves reflected in the influencers they follow and then the products they buy. So um, really put the term influencer, let's say, to use.
0: Now, Stella, you know, we are, we are reaching, unfortunately, the end of our lot of time. But um, could you please, for our listeners, summarize your top takeaways for launching successful influencer marketing campaigns.
1: Sure. My key takeaways are really first of all, define the goals, define your objectives and the success measures, KPIs up front, right? Influencer marketing really needs a strategy and even better like a data-driven strategy. Then secondly, I think what's really important is to filter the influencers by the target audience and focus for example on the engagement rate and the follower growth, so the audience really must fit to your target audience and then don't forget to really like choose the right platform for your target audience. Another point I think, or what's really important to choose a mix of different follower tiers and implement a so-called like brand ambassador program. So really focus on long-term collaborations um, to have like the biggest impact on your brand. Influencer marketing really is about having a long-term strategy rather than like a one-off project. And Last but not least, I know it's a bit cheesy, but I think most importantly, if you're doing influencer marketing, be brave. It's about fun. It's really about creating a love brand. So do not act too corporate on social media and really give the influencers their creative freedom. I think then you're pretty ready to go.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for your time, Stella, and for these great insights. If you're looking for more, dear listeners, we've also dropped some useful links in the show notes of the episode. Make sure to check them out. And if you like this episode, make sure to hit subscribe. We'll have more wisdom from top marketeers across our partner base coming in just two weeks' time with our next episode. Thank you and bye-bye. Cheers.